after this, I'm going to get a McDonald's. So, um, oh, I'll... do you know I did that last weekend? It was such a good feeling. Last Saturday, <laughs> I, had, I had a large quarter pound meal and six chicken nuggets, and it was oh. freaking, and it was freaking divine. I was like, and do you know what? That was enough food to fill me up because sometimes I think just a regular meal at McDonald's is not enough. I then I'm hungry like 20 minutes later because it's full of sugar. Whenever I get, um, I always go for the quarter pounder meal, but now they've released the double quarter pounder meal. Oh my God. So I get get that with the fries, large. But again, that you're filled up for like half an hour and then you're peckish. So what I have to get on top is I have to get an extra side of large fries and then I'm (laughs) sorted. I love it. I'm so pleased it's not me because I'm like, I just needed extra food. Like what I had was not sufficient and it did not fill me up enough. So. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to episode five of It's a Girl Gay Thing. I'm Lauren, the girl who put her school yearbook together and loved it. Of course you did. And I'm Aaron, the gay who used to go to school discos in a waistcoat and bow tie. Thanks, Mum literally so adorable (laughs) we're back with another episode talking all things we know best this week's podcast we're going back to the classroom literally yeah as we take a trip down memory lane taking a look back at our childhoods school years and how we made it through our angsty teenage years so let's get started with another episode of it's a girl gay thing So, Aaron, let's take a proper throwback down memory lane and tell me about what school life was like for you. For a little gay boy, I got off quite lightly, I think. Um, <laughs> at primary school, uh, I just hang around with all the girls, obviously. Right. I did have boy mates, um, who I because I was the joker, so I could make people laugh. So okay. boys liked me, um, but I predominantly playground paired up with girls in the classroom you know I inevitably you know had all the girls fall in love with me so I eventually would marry each and every one of them you know we get a crowd and who would Aaron be marrying this week so I was very popular with the ladies until obviously the marriage broke down and then I'd find myself another girl from the harem that (laughs) I played with I think my mum, mum and dad had no idea I was gay for a very long time because I would be bringing all these girls home, you know, and they'd be like, oh, another girlfriend, another girlfriend. At this point, you seem like more of a player, you know, yeah. <laughs> rotating the girls one after the other. Uh, I, yeah, I, I managed to get through primary school quite well. Secondary school, you know, I got the older years generally throwing like, standard uh, bullying phrases at me. There was this one time someone in my year tried to pick on me and the girls just like had them up against the lockers like, you pick on Aaron you've got to get through us first you know I had my little squad but although I did shift more in secondary school to I hate to say it the geek squad because that was the safe zone I moved from girls to geek looking back they weren't the coolest gang but I think you you but you but you naturally do though don't you I think you do find as you go through your school years you gravitate towards those people that 
either are best suited for where you're at going through all those different transitions and changes at school. What, what about you at prim- primary and secondary? So, well, so I went to an all-girls school, so I was always hanging out with all the girls. The transition between kind of that primary and then secondary school was really interesting because in primary school, I felt like I was in with the cool group. But if I'm mm-hmm. honest, I think they carried me through. And then I remember vividly, like when we got into... Uh, secondary school and I remember one day going to, sort of, to meet all of my friends there and they basically point blank told me like you can't hang out with us anymore it was a very mean girls moment it was like you're not um... you're not our friend anymore unfortunately so I had to go and find a new group of friends I, think I probably then slightly moved into kind of geek squad I think actually moving into that group in some ways probably allowed me to just be myself because I know now looking back if I'd have been in that cool group you would have had there would have been such a pressure to kind of be someone that I wasn't and I didn't really fit in that cool group and I was just not that person at all I think being gay kind of can help and can be a hindrance as well back in the early noughties late 90s you know coming out was just the worst thing you could do because you were a t- you had a target on your back basically you, you were like you've got you've got your reason to bully me now whereas throwing the old gay thing at me was like I could catch it and get upset about it or I could be like oh don't be silly you know and, and have people stand up for me no I wasn't undetected I mean because you know clearly I was but at the same time I could make the cool kids laugh and that I could go and also ch- chill with the geeks and I could float quite well around secondary school like I, I just gave through. You sort of mentioned about like your humour and how actually humour was that thing that was that enabled you in some ways to almost bat off you know any potential um like... so it was a distraction yeah I mean and when I went to sixth form I, I really did come out of myself because there was this extra layer of you that you were hiding away, still Aaron, just with, you know, added glitter, basically. I love that. Um, Aaron with added yeah. glitter. And so I, I blossomed through sixth form and made best friends with it. Sixth form were actually on the other half of the year to me. Something in me it was like, I know who I am and I know who I want to be friends with, rather than being told and fitting into a group of people that make me feel safe or people I'm trying to impress I just gravitated to people that actually I enjoyed being with and vice versa yes I would I would agree with you it's interesting I felt exactly the same I also went to six four it was a whole different mix of people to to associate with to be friends with and that's how I made I would say some of my best friends because I hadn't had opportunities to mix with them before so I think yeah. it reopened like the gateway to saying okay now's almost another time to make new friends I was still the annoying person that was going around sort of getting people to sign things for like leaving dues and all of this and you know because <laughs> I just was that person and I think it would have been like that yeah. ir- irrespective sort of thing you were that person when I joined uni um, <laughs> yeah. absolutely so you never changed <laughs> How do you think you would have been if you'd gone to college? My mum was determined that I should go to college. And I think, on reflection, I made the right decision to go to six. Things were familiar. Uh, I also was putting myself out there to meet new people and could educate myself as an adult. So I think it was the right balance. I never really had any question about whether I was going to go to college. It was almost a predetermined, I was definitely going to sixth form. But what I, in hindsight, I guess, having obviously gone to an all girls school from obviously the age of, of you know, from the age of seven so you'd have been all the way through I was with girls like throughout my whole education and would I have 
enjoyed kind of an opportunity to be in an environment with boys in some form of kind of educational capacity yet from a I guess social perspective I might have liked that just to have a bit more of a a mix of kind of just getting to know people in more in in different environments because Mm -hmm. I think you know obviously then we went on to study you know drama at university which is again renowned for you know for ultimately females uh, you know being kind of present within that industry but on the (laughs) flip side you know I wouldn't I wouldn't change the experience I had at at six or more and it sounds like we both pretty much got off lightly yeah. through school and six morning. Have I told you about the time when I had to borrow swimming trunks from reception? No. Oh my god. So you know there's always a lost yes. property at a primary school. You would get to school, maybe you'd forgot to jump and they'd be like, go to reception, go and borrow one. I wonder if they do that now. It feels very unhygienic. And on this occasion it was swimming. It, we had a swimming pool at our primary school. Yeah, I was in Surrey. Don't worry. We had a um, swimming pool at our school too. <laughs> all right, good. Oh, okay, you are Norfolk. <laughs> You're from a proper county as well. I got there and I obviously forgot my swimming trunks. And my teacher was like, Aaron, and I do you remember we used to, I don't know if they do it now, but we used to do it, you just get changed in the classroom in front of behind no the chairs. Why? You know, you just yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was dinky. I reckon I was probably about six or seven. Um we didn't and even have changing rooms. Change. We did. Um, and I definitely used them when we got to like year five and six. But I, this, I remember I was probably about right, year okay. three. I reckon I was about year three. So it was like a quick change scenario. Like boys and girls each side just quickly. Right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> and I obviously didn't have my swimming trunks and was sent to reception. Got to reception. I'm like, oh, I'm here for, I forgot my swimming trunks. Do you have any in the lost property? And she was like, just have a look through the box picked up this really nice speedos that oh, was it. Was speedos. God. nice little speedos looked at them from the front I was like oh these are great I was like they had little dolphins on there I was like love these these will do so uh got back to the classroom my class had already left for the swimming pool um so I was like oh should I quickly get changed and then I'm like right must, must must join the rest of the class but to get to the swimming pool you had to go down like this corridor past all these other classrooms which were glass and I'm like tottering down the corridor and this t- this teacher she like swings the door open and she's like Aaron Wicker she's like come here now and like, she pulls me into this classroom honestly classroom full of kids older kids as well and she's like can you turn around please and I was like yeah what is this like this world? <laughs> like sure yeah okay and I thought these speedos look great but you want to give the whole class a look okay fine spinning around she's like what is this on the back and I'm like what I can't see she was like there is a puma oh my god have you come to school with dirty speedos (gasps) and I was like no I was like no miss no they're not mine they're not mine she's like oh whose are they then she's like I was like I got them in lost property they're not mine I promise and she's like turning me around in front of this whole classroom and she's like you know pulling the material enough so I could see it yeah and she's like look at this dirty stain and I was like it was a shit oh, stain, Lauren. A shit God. stain that you could see through oh, the speedos. Oh and I'm like, but they're not mine, Miss. They're not mine. So she takes me to the swimming pool, and she's like, Aaron has got um, shit basically <laughs> on his on his speed. And she was like, Oh, he's been to lost property. They're not here. I still remember to this day being completely mortified because not only had she embarrassed me in front of a whole bunch of other kids, they had shit my swimming shorts. 
she then took me up to my teacher and I did the my same thing and was like he's got dirty yeah and then my teacher had to explain that they, they know they weren't mine so then but rather than apologize just sent me back to reception to get another oh pet. my god and it's just like yeah I mean can you believe that though me I'm like look at these really sexy little swimming trunks these are perfect I'm gonna wear these me strutting myself off to this uh swimming pool thinking I look the bee's knees when I've got a dirty brown stain at the back of them that was my my but that goes back to like you say that's absolutely revolting that that was even allowed as a thing in school that like you say you would just go rummaging around in a box to find something that fit you which was not yours with no concept of I mean Christ, the fact that it had shit on it is just like tops it off as like the absolute <laughs> worst. But bloody yeah. hell. And then just the audacity of the teachers, though, to then just be like, not only, you know, embarrass you in in front of the teachers themselves, but in front of classes of kids who you think are then going to take that information and go, there's that kid who wore well, those uh-huh. shit stained bloody <laughs> pants. Worse, who did sh- you know? Who shit swim <laughs> yeah. swim, swim pads like as if they were mine? And just to think that dirty little kid that was like, oh, I don't want these. Like, and then just put them in the lost property. Didn't put them in the bin. Put them in lost property. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Awful. That was Good my most God. I mean, that is em- that is embarrassing. Bless you. Like I wasn't expecting that. So, what did you do? for fun after school like when you finished probably secondary school I'd say what would you get up to were you part of any clubs or were you on you know on the social yeah so during high school it was absolutely you mentioned it earlier you know it was all about the MSN messenger which like which to be fair now I, I, I genuinely struggle to get my head around like what how we entertained ourselves after spending eight hours with your friends That's at school yeah. then coming home going through the angsty argument with your parents about basically you needing the internet more than them being able to use phone because obviously back in the day you couldn't use one uh, <laughs> you couldn't use them together could you it was one or the other could use the landline <laughs> yeah or the, exactly or the and then yeah. sitting on the computer and honestly I swear the conversations were hey hey how are you yeah good how are you yeah good brb but you do that like every night every night well it went from doing that on the yes it did didn't it and then talking about the day, and then you moved, you moved to MS, MSN yes. Messenger. But I loved it. Like we just called it MSN, <laughs> didn't we? You know, like, oh, are you going to be on? Are you going to be on MSN, MSN tonight? Yeah. You know, going to be on MSN yeah. and a status. You can have a status as well. I mean, mine was always oh, nice. Yeah. So if your crush was logged on to MSN and you wanted to chat to them, but they were ignoring you, you'd have to put yes. yourself offline, even though you weren't. And then you put yourself back online. So it'd be like, Aaron's back. Like, hello. So, yes. So I'm guessing, obviously, you were very much the same with MSN Messenger. Like, were you doing anything else, like, with your sort of school, like, evening? Well, if I wasn't on MSN Messenger, obviously, the the MSN chat room was in there a lot. You would have to go age, sex, location, ASL. What's the ASL? Yes, I do. I feel like it's flooding back. Jumping in and out of those chat rooms again, you know, when no one was talking to you, you'd have to come out and then you go back in. uh, As a new, uh, with a a new new ID. Yeah, totally. And then you could start abusing the person that was saying horrible things to you five minutes earlier, but you're pretending (laughs) to be somebody else. But if I wasn't yet in virtual land, 
I would probably have been, you know, an absolute loser, and I'd have been going to my drama, my drama. Oh no! So you started that quite early, did you? Like going to like drama classes and things? Oh god, yeah, five or six. Yeah, I went to the Yeah, so yeah, my parents just didn't want me at home. (laughs) It was a good excuse. (laughs) But throw me to things at weekends. Yeah, but that meant that I was at a weekends, whereas evenings I was always sure. Yeah, I started all of my. I didn't start all my dramary stuff. I, I was doing drama at school from sort of probably about seven which was when I was like yep this is the thing I love the most but I didn't start kind of proper classes and clubs and things probably until I was sort of 16 and that's when I sort of went to uh like a drama performing school I think kids get to go out more these days because there's more clubs and things I just don't think there was that much no I don't think there was unless you were into sport sport was the alternative wasn't it I think you know it's a very different world now being a a kid in this day and age and I think I certainly I don't know about you but I certainly wouldn't change kind of the experience that I had as a kid kind of back in that like you say late 90s early noughties like I think now there's so much throwback that I look back with such fond nostalgia that I think to myself oh I'm so lucky that we had all of that and we didn't actually have things like social media mobile phones you know properly I think yeah, yeah like you say yes we had the introduction yeah. of mobile but it was exactly it was niche. yeah it was niche wasn't it and limited which kind of made it more uh, exciting I think it's, I think it's fair to say that ultimately between us we actually had a rather entertaining and enjoyable kind of school life that um, you know that's got us to the point that we are at now Aaron So we're back once again with another selection of pet peeves, the things that niggle away at us or have us holding our tongue in frustration. So let's be fair, growing up can be difficult for many. So there are many peeves which we discovered from our childhood. Exactly. So which gives me perfect opportunity to open the floor to you, Aaron, and say, what was your school pet peeve? I think... My pet peeve is probably most people's pet peeves, unless you're one of these freaks that loved sport. But P.E. The P.E. puts the P.E. in pet peeves. Yes, it does. In every sense of the word, actually. Just what a waste of time. The teachers were horrible. The outfits they used to put you in were horrible. They didn't just discipline one kid when someone was being naughty. They disciplined the whole lot. You'd have to go outside in these horrible British weather playing hockey, rugby, football. And then they then expect you to come inside in the summer and want to play, you know, uh, and be good at gymnastics, having had no gymnastics experience. Or, do you know what? Hop on this trampoline, this rickety old trampoline. It's going to shoot you in the air. It's terrifying. PE is my pet peeve. So did you have to do, um, obviously you mentioned a couple of sports there, did you ever have to do anything like athletics or anything like that, like outside, like any track sports or oh, running? Yeah. Did, did that in the summer and I was quite good at that. I always would I would always win the 100 metres, always. Okay, nice. A bit Something of about Bolt. I could run for a very short period of time, just so it was over. But um, <laughs> yeah. wasn't good at the old, you know, like passing the get thing what was it what's the oh like the when you had to do the relay relay, relay. that's it yeah when you pass in the baguette round <laughs> yeah I have to say I agree with you on all counts I always remember they used to set up in our indoor gym because like you say in you'd still have to do indoor PE as well as outdoor PE and they set up all these different like trampets or like what were those sort of almost weird 
wooden blocks that like you had to jump jump on. over or yeah. they call it horse something something oh they horses. might have been actually and it, again it was like what is this and it was like yeah but just jump on the trampoline jump onto that and then jump off the other side and I was like excuse me like yeah, we used to have this yeah we used to have ropes you know like that whole climb the rope and I'm like oh my god I mean maybe that's why I've got an irrational fear of like my wrists snapping and things like this this idea of like constantly fearing falling so it's like constantly thinking well I'm not going to climb up this rope that's attached to nothing like you know some loose bar at the top I was like I've got no strength in my arms and you're yes. like chill out do you really care if I can get over this was it a horse box do you really care if I can pull myself up this rope? Leave me alone. Yeah, most of I'm not enjoying this. You're not enjoying this. Let's <laughs> just call the whole thing off. No one was enjoying it, were they? No. Like, you were, those freaks. And I think that was also then part of it, is that, you know, you'd be, you'd be the person and 95% of your class would be the people going, God, we can't do this. It's really difficult. We don't enjoy it. But then you'd have these few people that, for example, you'd be out on the... We had we had to do we had to do long jump a lot. I remember having to do long jump a lot. And there'd be some freaks that would have like legs the length of gazelles and would literally just glide to the end of the sand pit and you'd just go, I hate you. I just hate you. Yeah, you're the reason we're all in this. <laughs> you're the reason we still have to do active PE. Absolutely. And they pick them for everything anyway. You know, uh Stephanie, she will come forward and show you how to all do this. Let Stephanie crack on. Let the rest of us go and enjoy ourselves. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I ever actually remember enjoying was I actually liked swimming. That was the only thing. But I think that was only because in junior, in primary school, I was quite good at swimming. And so I used to swim and I used to get like badges. I used to swim. I remember now. I, actually I can imagine use... you actually with the goggles. And I bet you used to wear the hat, didn't you? Yeah, oh, we all had to wear the hat. You weren't allowed to swim. If you didn't have your cap, you weren't allowed in the pool. So it was like you had to bring your cap, that horrible cap that would basically like suffocate all your hair. And it'd I be can see you pudding. now. Like you've got, <laughs> you've got science and maths in the morning. And there you are with a Bunsen burner. But you've got your goggles and your cap on ready because you're looking forward to going swimming. <laughs> yeah, that was the only thing I enjoyed. But until I vividly remember that I enjoyed swimming until we had to do diving. And you had to dive from Ooh. like the, the proper diving boards. And I was at that point, I was like, no, I don't like swimming anymore. I was, I, I was terrified. I just I couldn't I never got over it. And I always was the person that then had to just push off from the wall and obviously I lost every race because everyone who dived obviously had a much faster start than me it's the worst time of your life though because you're a teenager so you're insecure about everything and then on top of that is that that whole public display like do this now in front of everyone most and definitely like, it's horrible horrid it's just just terrible yeah and you and the thing is it was always forced. I swear, I swear we had more PE than what feels like any other lesson. Or maybe I just remember vividly more Do PE. Do you remember getting it... double PE? And you'd be like, no. Yes. Oh, got any Double PE. God, I've got to be outside for hours. Oh, hockey. God. But I mean, clearly I'm never going to play hockey. Just And we'd be playing it on grass as well. Yes, same. <laughs> rugby. Just do I look like oh, I duh. want to be playing rugby? No. Do I want to watch the boys play rugby? Yes. Yes. <laughs> From inside the library, looking down on the pitch, not not actually playing it. 
Yeah, we had uh, we had lac- we had to play lacrosse, and I just constantly. I mean, I was I was the one getting hit by the ball. Like you know, someone's trying to throw it to my net, and I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to catch it, and it's like, bam, another bruise on the arm. Like, great. Can you believe in America they do that? Um, what's it? Douche ball. What's it called? What? Like when they throw balls at each other? Oh, dodgeball. Dodgeball, not douche ball. Dodgeball. Douche ball. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it could be douche ball. You've got to be a douche to play it. I mean, I can't yeah. believe they can get away with it. They basically, you've just got to avoid, you've got to dodge the ball. People are just yeah. throwing huge baskets. And they're not like sponge balls. I mean, they might have to be now. But like huge basketballs. Yeah, I, I bet they still are. I bet they're those still really, really firm balls. Because otherwise, you wouldn't get any traction on them, would you, if they were really spongy? So, But that's, I mean, I feel like that movie, Dodgeball, is probably not, a, a, a disaccurate representation. Too no. far from the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think dodgeball is probably a very accurate representation of how people play dodgeball in I America. I still, being, being a, a little gay boy at school, I still, if I'm passing boys playing football or basketball and you can hear the ball bounce or they're kicking it with their foot, it like sends shudders through my body that it's just going to come hit me in the face. Yes, yes. <laughs> You know, you're just walking, not even in PE, just walking through the playground and hear boom, boom, bash, straight in your face. And you're like, oh, I'm fine. I want to cry, but I'm fine. Yeah. And you, well, you weren't allowed to, were you? Because again, it, like you knew that you'd never get any sympathy from your PE teacher because they're all vile. And- <laughs> but do you rem- remember the cruelty in, in the like the locker rooms, the changing rooms? Like, you bought, as boys, we're all teenagers. And unless you were playing football every weekend, most boys, didn't want to get their bits and bobs out in front of each other and actually go into the showers. So a lot of the time, you would get back from playing whatever sport you were playing. You were getting changed and they were like, make sure you get in the showers. So most of us would go into the showers and you just dunk your head under the water and then you come back and you'd start changing. So they'd think you'd had a shower. (gasps) But if if they caught the boys just putting their heads under them, they used to make them strip off in front of everyone and then go and have a proper shower and I was like that is humiliating yeah isn't that awful seriously Aaron what was wrong with your teachers and public humiliation at your school like I can tell you I can tell you it was a catholic school (laughs) 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 that was what was wrong with it well I think that half the game was right this is a 45 minute PE lesson how long can I take to get changed so I can reduce as much PE time <laughs> as possible yes let's avoid PE as much yeah. as we possibly can yeah oh, no, I can't find my my football boots oh no I'll go and look for some in the lost property and you know how I get on with lost property <laughs> But even that, actually, lost property, because, again, we used to have it with swimming costumes and things as well. And you think now that is absolutely abhorrent, isn't it? The idea that you would put another kid's swimming costume, clothing, unwashed, unwashed. Exactly. You would wear that. like, And that was allowed. I, I would love to know what they do now. Yes, Not so in a perfect way, just that. No, you know, but the curiosity, that, yeah. Yeah. Most you, probably, you can probably get off of pee now with a, I don't know, a split fingernail, you know. Yeah, a sneeze, you know. Yeah. <laughs> God, we sound like baby boomers. <laughs> For this segment of the show, we thought we'd do a quick five questions round. 
So some of these questions will be about school, some of them may not, but basically it's just so that you can get to know me and Aaron a little bit more. What's something you could eat for a week straight? A box of Twixes. Oh, really? Is this real life answers? Yeah, I could a- I could eat Twixes all day long, every day. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, would would you rather lose all your hair or gain 50% more hair? Oh, 50% more hair because you can control it. That's very true. Even if it was all over the body. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Would you rather climb a mountain or jump from a plane? I hate heights, but I think I would rather jump out of a plane seriously yeah yeah I mean yeah I think I would because who can be asked with climbing a mountain really (laughs) there's a lot more effort involved there's a lot more effort involved doesn't seem very enjoyable um jumping out of an airplane would be a lot quicker and I'm assuming there are safety precautions with this question and that would be strapped to someone (laughs) (laughs) yeah fair enough <laughs> okay. Um, do you prefer giving presents or getting presents? Giving. Nice. As long as they're very grateful. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get really excited to give a present. Yeah. You want to see them react, and if they don't really react, you're like, oh. I know. It take that's half of the gift, isn't it? Is the reaction to the gift. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that, and everyone who's listening <laughs> that I give gifts to. <laughs> remember that how you need to react basically yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay what's your favorite carb bread pasta rice or potatoes potato yeah you can do potatoes. oh you can mashed potato roast potatoes jacket potatoes jacket potato (laughs) oh yeah just not those one that come in the tin can't be doing with those oh no but then most things that like that that come in tins are probably a bit questionable (laughs) yeah good fine um sorry you need okay uh what's your favorite junk food mcdonald's yeah me too actually i was thinking about that yeah most definitely i think it's addictive like if I have, I could go six months without eating a McDonald's. But if I eat one, I will probably eat two or three within the space of a few weeks. <laughs> yes. And then something happens by the third one. You go, oh my God, you fat bastard. You can't be eating that. <laughs> no more. And then you have a six no month more. break. Again. I have a six month break. <laughs> <laughs> Which side of the bed do you sleep on? My side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, I think, it, I don't know. I've got, uh... The, the, I don't uh, left I'm assuming it's the left maybe yeah okay if you could push a button and make everyone in the world seven percent happier but it would also place a worldwide ban on all hair styling products would you push it <laughs> no <laughs> I, have to say, I initially <laughs> I initially was like oh yeah what the hell is she gonna say that would make me not press it but seven percent isn't huge um and no one knows that I was going to have the ability to press that button but if I press it I'll never be able to, I rely on a lot of hair products fine not gonna lie and like you say that probably is going to make you more than seven percent happier isn't it having the hair products and maybe exactly. and probably a you lot could, of people actually you could make me seven percent happier but I would be eight percent more unhappy I don't have any hair, hair products <laughs> yeah. and I think a lot of other people probably would be as well yeah <laughs> good that's the end of my questions okay 
Uh, here is your go. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, how good are you at keeping secrets? I went right. I'm going to say five, and the only reason I'm saying five is because That's not very good. <laughs> no, I know, but the thing is, like, if 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 something is an absolute, like, you know, secret, 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 cannot be shared with anybody, then I I will like that take is, it to the that grave. That's the definition of a secret. But, yes, Lauren. but 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 but. <laughs> But my only caveat to that will be is that sometimes like people tell me things I mean I don't know whether they're secrets or not but people will tell me things and because some of my friends don't know each other sometimes I'm like I need to tell someone else it's that information because well or sometimes if it's you know something that I need like help with on how to deal with it then I'll go and tell someone who I know doesn't know that person will never have any connection to that person and therefore, I just need to share it. And then sometimes I feel like, oh, but should I have shared that information? Because was it a secret? But if I was absolutely sworn, like, this cannot go anywhere, then 100%, 10 out of 10, I will keep that secret and take it to the grave. I think you've been it harsh from yourself then, because I would say that's more of an eight and a half. If you're going to only share it with someone because you need help or you just need to vent something yeah. about it. And okay. they're never going to know this person. I would, uh, yeah, five sound it's 50 50 i could tell you a secret i might keep it to myself i might tell everybody yeah no that's true i'm not that person <laughs> yeah okay ariel or jasmine ariel i think actually and she has also got better hair as well i don't know jasmine's got pretty good hair but it's always in that plait. like you never actually Just, re- does she have a does she have a plait? i thought it kind of went in the it's like an eight shape isn't it but it's not, you never see her hair down, whereas Ariel's got that flowing, lovely locks. They're just swaying about with the rhythm of the water. It doesn't matter how wet it is, it still looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's because of hair. <laughs> yeah. First celebrity crush ever? Hmm. Probably Stephen Gately. Stephen Gately from Boys <laughs> <laughs> oh may he rest in peace i know yeah him definitely if you could travel back in time what period would you go to um maybe like the 20s like okay. so like after the great depression but then but there was like there were the roaring 20s weren't there like you know after the war and everyone was all happy and spending all their money again and everyone was sort of quite jovial so that part <laughs> I'm hoping that's what's going to happen for us when yeah. this horrible COVID <laughs> finishes. The roaring 20s. The roaring 20s, most definitely. Bring it on. Favourite TV show from the childhood? My childhood. Gladiators. Oh, okay. Throwback. Yeah. yeah I, have to... I think I have, yeah, absolutely. I think it has a place in today's TV schedule, to be honest, but. But it wouldn't be that. Yeah, but it would never be the same, would it? It wouldn't be the same now. Like when they tried to remake all these programs from our era when we watched the originals. Like you know when they tried to do Blind Date again, that was terrible. Like so, Gladiators, the original. You know, back in the day, hundred percent. Yeah, most definitely. Saturday nights were made. Absolutely. Gladiators, then Blind Date. Man, oh man. Oh, I used to love Man. Oh yeah. Man, his pets. He used to move his pets <laughs> to the music. Do. I love it and you think it was on forever but I think it only had like two seasons but at the time I remember thinking this is like the best thing ever if I picked a a kids show like my favorite kids show it'd probably be Funhouse 
Oh, yeah, I used to love Fun House. Fun House, whole lot of fun. Prizes to Prizes be won. Prizes to be won. <laughs> and I don't know any other words to it. Yeah, and there was those, those twins were on it, and then Pat Sharp with that hair. Yep. And that was always the show that you'd watch and go, I want to go on that show. Remember the Demon Headmaster? Yes! <gasps> Demon Headmaster and the Queen's Nose. The Queen's Nose. I feel oh like God, those so two good. shows were on at the same sort of time and they would do the rounds. It would be, you know, one day it'd be Demon Headmaster and the next it'd be Queen's Nose and you'd be like, which one is it today? But they were both equally as brilliant. Brilliant. Like, should have won Best Serial Drama at the <laughs> National Television Awards. That good. Definitely. <laughs> And that concludes episode five of It's a Girl Gay Thing. We really hope you're enjoying the series so far. But as always, if there's a topic you'd like us to discuss or would like to share any thoughts or comments with us, then we would love to hear from you. You can email us at itsagirlgaythingpodcast at gmail.com or drop us a message on Instagram or Twitter. Or as always, you can subscribe to our podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, a whole host of platforms. So thanks for listening, as always, even though you wouldn't understand because it's what? A girl gay thing. <laughs>